This is Dale Jr., and you're listening to Dirty Mo Radio. Got a, a dang muffler well, the coming b- out of your mouth through the beard. Trouble. I don't know what that is. Kelsey, you broke it. I didn't break it. It does that, like, random. Okay, everybody put your phone in airplane mode. I don't know that I can do that. I might start having withdrawals. Welcome to another episode of Junior Motorsports Upfront, presented by K1 Speed. I'm your host, Justin Allgaier, and today I have Alex Bowman in the, the Exalta studio with us. Um, now, this is a very great moment for me because <laughs> a couple of weeks ago I missed and Jonathan texted me and or called me, excuse me, on speakerphone in front of everybody yeah. and wanting to know where I was at and why I wasn't here. Now, today we have been going back and forth via text message with Jonathan and he is delayed and delayed and delayed. And then finally, <laughs> my good friend Alex Bowman has filled the filled the seat and taken over uh, for for Jonathan Davis. So thank you for being here. Yeah, thanks for having me. That was really quick. I was um I was literally paying all my bills and being depressed because I have <laughs> too many bills because I buy too much stuff. And uh, I get a text message from Kelsey, how quick can you be here? And I was like, 15 minutes if it gets me out of paying bills. <laughs> be right there. The problem is, is that I'm pretty sure you, you broke a few limits today. Probably getting here. No. Okay. I really didn't. I mean, it took me it took me like 20 minutes to get here, which is about par for the course on that <laughs> one. I mean, I'm I good because we we don't have bail money for the show. Yeah. No. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I did break some stuff this weekend as far as parts and pieces to stuff that costs money to make those make paying those bills even worse. But I did not break the speed limit on the way here. That's a good thing. <laughs> um, speaking of bail money, how about truck race on Friday night? We have uh, we have quite a few interesting things going on in the truck race. Obviously, uh, it was a good race all the way through. But we had rain. We had all kinds of fun stuff. And we had the John West Townley <laughs> and Spencer Gallagher fight. Uh, what are your, what's your take on what happened in the fight? Well, so I didn't get a chance to see the incidents on the racetrack. Um, I had walked outside and was hanging out with people, and then I heard screaming that I should walk back inside. And it was one of my really close friends, Spencer Gallagher, um, body slamming JWT to the pavement. And that was um, that was great. <laughs> I, I, I loved it. Um, it's definitely uh, definitely some heated heated moments there. I, I feel like knowing both of them, not very well for either one of them, but knowing both of them, there's two totally different strategies in that <laughs> in that fight. <laughs> and uh, you know, it it's it. I don't condone fighting at the racetrack. I'm not. I'm not. I'm. I will never condone fighting at the racetrack. I don't condone fighting at the racetrack. But uh, they definitely were mad. I mean, it, there's no, there's no, there's no way of getting around that. I just wonder. You know, did they ride in the ambulance together? Because I think they no. got no. separate ambulances. No. They did have separate yeah, ambulances. separate ambulances. Oh man, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it it completely reminded me of uh, the episode of Family Guy where the chicken. And Peter Griffin fight because you have John West Townley, Zaxby's Chicken Man, and Spencer Gallagher, who may not remind me a whole lot of Peter Griffin, but might look like him a little bit. (laughs) And they're they're going at it, and um, that was the first thing that came to my mind. Twitter was amazing. There's all kinds of reactions, but that was it's crazy. You had I can't. It might have been Brad K. Somebody tweeted how. 
they shouldn't fight, right? They super against fighting. And then you have Tony Stewart, who's like, heck yeah, John West is my hero. Like, yeah. thought it was the greatest thing yeah. ever. So it's crazy how you have like total opposite ends of the spectrum on on people's views on that. You know, it's funny. I I read a um a tweet, and I think Brad even retweeted it uh, over the weekend. But you know, somebody was talking about how they love Tony for being vocal and 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 you know really standing up for what he feels is right, and the other drivers newer drivers that are that haven't been our sport as long maybe still guys that that have a lot of respect in the sport but other drivers tend to look like they're whining when they complain or when they when they have comments and when tony does it it always seems to be uh not taken that way it's never taken as whining it's always taken as um you know being kind of gruff and and you know forceful and i thought that was a very interesting because i feel like it's that way you know brad brad does get a notation sometimes of being a whiner as yeah. far as making changes and i don't know that some of his views are that much different than tony's in the, in the grand scheme of things now that granted i'm i'm gonna preface this by saying that there are times that <laughs> people have whined and there are times that people have not whined and and yeah. all that fun stuff but i thought that, that was interesting that they had that same take i think some of that comes from i think tony has a little more tact about how he goes about some things um and just I feel like the way he comes across sometimes and the way he says things is just it comes across more of like a, a relatable thing instead of like crying about something. I agree with that. I will say this weekend I didn't hear him talk about the male family jewels on TV a couple <laughs> of times, which I feel like they might have really? been. Yeah, they might have yeah. been. Uh, oh, I totally missed that. <laughs> I'm going to have to go back and watch that. <laughs> well, speaking of Tony Stewart, how about Tony winning Sonoma? Uh, obviously, I know everybody that listens in knows the struggles that. Tony's gone through of being hurt and coming back and, you know, just all of the – I mean, he's been hurt twice and come back. He's had the deal last year with the, the sprint car. Actually, I mean, he's literally gone through so much. And then to say you're going to retire, not even get to start the season, finally get the uh, the season started, get the waiver, and then furthermore to win Sonoma, which is a racetrack that Kyle Busch won at last year. Yeah. His first, you know, his first win to get, you know, kind of back into that chase and it only be nine points out. I mean, that's pretty in impressive. Yeah, that's really cool. Um, I consider Tony a pretty good friend, and uh, it's really cool to see him do that. You know, he's been through a ton through the last couple of years, and um, I think, obviously, he's a really, really talented road course racer, and uh, he drove his butt off to do that. But it's um, it's just cool to see him back up there. I mean – Really, the last couple of weeks, he's been really strong, and we really haven't seen that from him in, I don't know, probably almost two years. So um, it's just really cool to see him running strong in general and then be able to pick up that win. I'll say this. I don't know anybody that is as talented when they get fired up as Tony Stewart. I mean, really, the guy goes to another level. I mean, he hits fifth gear. It's, it's, it's pretty impressive. My only con question is, okay, now he's got the win. He needs nine points to make the chase. He's got, what, ten races to do it or nine races to do it, something like that. What happens in the chase? You know, does Tony go on a run like he went on a couple of years ago and come down to the final race in Homestead and go win the championship? Or does he relax? I mean, you know, I, I don't know. I mean, I don't think Tony's a guy that's going to relax ever. But, you know, what what happens now? I, I guess that's my next question is, like, now you're in or you at least are maybe in. Now, now, what do you do? How do you, how do you, how do you balance making your race cars better, making your program better? Because they have, I mean, they have really uh, four teams over there that could win a race, and right now they've got three teams in the championship. They got three teams that could go win the championship. So, or the the chase. So, I mean, I think that that's that's something that's going to be interesting. 
Yeah, I think so. I, I think I don't think he relaxes by any means. I think he he goes after it. Um, I think what's interesting about Tony is, like you said, when he when he gets a whiff of being up front or gets fired up or whatever you want to call it, he some guys you watch overdrive their stuff, make a bunch of mistakes, and they go faster here and there, but they like like Denny start wheel hopping stuff like mm -hmm. that, where Tony goes faster and doesn't make any mistakes yeah. like he just does a really really good job so um i think that's what you'll see from him in the chase um i really think he's got a good shot at it and and could very well go on a run like he did a couple years ago um he's not a guy i want in at homestead if i'm racing against him oh not at all you know yeah. I, I mean yeah there's a lot of races that lead up to homestead but man if you are if you are a chase competitor and you go into homestead and tony is in the chase Watch out. Yeah. yeah. If if he's in it at Homestead, he's my pick. I agree. I agree with that 100%. Well, speaking of Tony and always going off and doing dirt racing, that's what I did this weekend. We had an off weekend, and I went dirt racing. You also dirt race. So what are your thoughts on continuing to dirt race during the downtime? Do you think that it helps you? Do you think it helps me? Do you think it helps Tony? Do you think it's a hurt? Where, where, where do you think on all this? I think staying in a race car in general has always helped. I don't really think it matters what it is or where it's at. Um, obviously there's some risks that risks that you take. I mean, you, you could injure yourself, get hurt, whatever. So, um, I think it's always a positive though, as long as that doesn't happen. I mean, as long as you're smart about it and, um, yeah, obviously it's a lot of fun on top of that, but, uh, I, I've been sitting on the couch a whole lot <laughs> wishing I was dirt <laughs> racing. So that you built a car. Why are you not dirt racing? Well, so I ended up building a new body for it because like you, my <laughs> arms were hitting the body all right. over at Chili Bowl, and I couldn't deal with it. Um, I think your right arm was hitting. My left arm was hitting. So a little bit different. We made our own body, sent it to a shop in, in Arizona to get made out of carbon, and it's coming back. So it's almost done finally, and then we're going to go racing again. But um, it's been a long time of waiting on parts. You, kn you know they do make spacers. I just put a spacer in mine. And well, <laughs> some of what, what it came down to was I didn't want to – so. I built this really cool chili bowl car, and then we showed up, and we looked. I looked around the pits, and like, with the exception of like a couple things, my car looked almost the same as everybody else's there, mm. and I was really not cool with it. So we made our own body. Uh, it's like, it's pretty similar, but like little changes, and um, it's pretty unique in some ways. Did a couple things that I thought were were a little nicer and the the better way to go about it. Um, so hopefully it'll stand out a little bit. Look we're a going through the same thing right now. Don't worry. Yeah. We're, we're, we're changing ours for next year. Yeah. So wait, wait, I thought you just made spacers. I thought spacers were all last year. What, <laughs> happened, what happened to no, spacers? No, because here's the thing. We're the same way. We hate looking like everybody else. So yeah. mine is mine is changing. Actually, I hate the left side door. Like I don't, I'm going to call it a door because I don't know what else to call it on a midget. But the left side panel. So on a midget, the old school way to do it was is they stopped like right at your hands and both sides were open. And then people started filming on the right side. And then... Now they fill on the left side, and there's literally like a little six or eight inch strip all the way around the, the cockpit where you can see, and that's it, which uh. is great. But when you get in and out, you got to get into the top. And if you do get upside down, like I did at Chili Bowl this year, you better hope that you're not sitting right on the top so that you can climb out. I, I had to like squeeze out on the ground to get out when I turned over this year. Not supposed to do that either. <laughs> uh, but, you know, it's something that for me, I just don't like it. I don't like that closed inness. So I'm changing mine. Mine will have an opening there. See, I like it. Mine, um, mine just has a bubble there now. Like a it, bubble. Um, 
like a, a bubble in the door. I know. So I, I could actually. It's not. <laughs> it's not really a bubble. It's like it's flat on the top, and it's got like a wicker on it. And it's kind of cool looking. Right. Um, I, I showed your dad, and your dad's like, "You need to show Justin," and I totally forgot to show you. So. <laughs> I, <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, we'll keep working on this. We're, we're gonna end up spending more money on our chili ball stuff than we should. Mm -hmm. Every um, year. <laughs> every year. Yeah. Um. Well, speaking of racing all the time, that also. Uh, the the weekend off that we had this weekend is the last weekend for the Xfinity Series uh, before we go on a, a, a summer stretch. We have 16 race weekends in a row before we have our next off weekend. So you have been full-time in the past. You're not currently. But what are your thoughts on summer months and you know keeping up with everything that's going on and just getting into that grind? I mean, it people don't realize when you're on the road 16, 18, 20 weeks straight, it's it's pretty daunting. Yeah, so my first year in the Xfinity series, we had I think it was 21 races straight or so. It was It was a long time. Yeah, it was the longest that it yeah, ever had, I think. It was longer than any any stretch that Cup has or Xfinity had ever had. Um it it was a rough one. And coming from I think Arca, we had like 20 something <laughs> races. We had 20 you know. races period for yeah, the whole season. Exactly. So, um that was I thought that was the craziest thing ever. I just wanted to sleep in my own bed. I was struggling with it. And then I went cup racing and realized how much more it's <laughs> a pain in the butt not to be home on Sundays. Yeah. Um, so I thought that my first year in cup was a struggle because we only had two off weekends and like never home on – you always get home like super late Sunday night. So Monday you're pretty much junk, you know. Well, then I got fired on Twitter and don't have a job anymore, and I realized how much I would kill <laughs> to be racing again. Right. So there's w all kinds of different sides of the fence that I've sat on on that one, but um, it gets pretty tough. You get in the middle of that stretch, and it's like, man, there's no end in sight. You want to be home. You want to be with your family. Um, you, it's, a it's probably a little different for you. I mean, you have a motorhome, and you travel with your family. I stayed in hotels with the guys and, and didn't ever get to take my dog. My dog's the only family that I have. <laughs> but um, I get to missing my dog and staying in hotels an hour and a half on the racetrack all the time and stuff like that. It um, it was tough there for a while. You know, it's funny. You know, you, you look at, at, at our schedule and you like, man, it'd be nice some days to have a 9 to 5, you know, or an 8 to 5. And then you don't go to the racetrack and you sit in an office or in a simulator and you're like, yeah, <laughs> yep. I would rather not have this tied down schedule. So, I mean, it's definitely interesting. And, and, and you mentioned something, too. I mean, I know that Jonathan's not here today to kind of go over this. We, we kind of have a, a section in here to talk about the crew guys as well. But, you know, you look at, at the crew guys and not having their families. And, and you know, their their job's a little bit more unique in, in the fact that a lot of those guys come in every day during the week. You know, they're here at the shop. They're, they're busting their butts from, you know, 7 to 4 mm -hmm. o'clock every day. Uh, and then not only that, then we all leave on, on Wednesday, Thursday, whatever day it ends up being. And, and so, um, you know, the, their schedule is beyond what I would ever, what I would ever want to do. Uh, but at the same time you look at it and those guys are pumped up, they're having fun and, and they're passionate about their sport. And I think that, you know, the, the time that gets put in and the effort that gets put in sometimes doesn't get rewarded like it should. But but it's definitely something that for for our guys they they don't get the credit they deserve and and, and it is uh, a challenge throughout the the course of the season so 
I don't know. We'll see what happens uh, as we get into this stretch. If you're running good, it's great. If you're not running good, you're miserable. You're just like, hit the reset button. Can I Can I please quit? I think the long stretches for us the last few years, have, I mean, that those were yeah rough yeah in the cup series when you're when you're running 25th to 35th every week and and racing your guts out to to finish there yeah it uh i have a buddy that that is dirt racing so summer nationals tour the ump summer nationals tour is like 28 races in 32 days mm. and they've run they're from new zealand and they came over and and they're they they rented a car for the for this tour and, and um they ran like five nights in a row and he's like man when you're having bad nights he's like i'm over it I'm done. And I'm like, do that 30 weekends a year, 36 weekends a year. It's not fun either. And he's like, oh, man, I don't know how you do it. It's definitely not cool. Yeah, I mean, it's a it's a struggle. Uh, that whole mindset when you get in a slump is just really tough. I've run midget week a couple times, and um, there's times that you have a great week, and it's not that bad. And then I had one year that I think the first night we finished fifth, but the next two nights we broke. And then the night after that, I, like, jumped cushion and broke a $5 part and loaded it up and went home. I was mm -hmm. like, I'm done. I am i don't even care about the last night. Like, I just want to go home and sleep in my own bed. Like, I, it's it's tough. I agree with that 100%. It's uh, miserable <laughs> would be the right word probably. <laughs> yeah. So the other part, though, about this point in the season, we're revisiting tracks for the second time. Um, starting this weekend in Daytona, so I'm I'm looking forward to that. I don't think we did horrible at Daytona this year, but we didn't do great either. Uh, we did have a teammate, however, win. Chase Elliott won, won at Daytona. I think we finished like 11th or 12th. We, we just were kind of – we hung out all day, and then the last lap I got drug away from the pack and didn't even have a shot at, at getting a good finish out of it. I mean, it's still a good finish, but I didn't get in a crash, but then again, there weren't any crashes at the end either. But, um, you know, you've got some racetracks that you're coming up to that you're going to run again. Do you have any on your schedule that are repeats of the first first go around? Yeah, I get to go back to Dover, um, which is really good. I think we have a little bit of unfinished business there. I think um, that first race goes green. I mean, I I really feel like we win. So um, I'm kind of in the same boat. We won the heat race and made an adjustment, and then we only pitted once during the race and went yeah. the wrong way. So I'm I'm kind of the same way. You, I'm ready to go back. Yeah, I think all three of our cars were so strong in that race. Obviously, Elliot started way in the back and was, was still really strong. So um, I'm really looking forward to going back there. I, I get to go to Richmond, which the 88 won the first race there. So Yeah, don't don't bring that one up. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> <laughs> Brendan Poole, wherever you are, we're not huge fans. I'm not, race, I'm not <laughs> racing against <laughs> Brendan and in Richmond when we go back, that's for sure. No. It was circumstances. It's... <coughs> We'll leave that one alone. <laughs> Justin <laughs> just got really upset, leaned back in the chair. <laughs> I think I head. saw. I think I saw a tear. Yeah. Um, there's no upset. I just that one. That's the there's one no that upset. I'm just. I'm, I'm, <laughs> you know, the, the the worst part is is that you know, Dale was so good all day, and we were really the only car that could hang with him. Yeah. And so I get I watched that bumper, all day long. And then we beat him off pit road, and I'm like, "Score! This is the most amazing thing ever." And then, and then it wasn't. So, <laughs> the bull gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> well, are you going to Daytona this weekend? Are you going to come hang out? I, I don't know. I might. I might drive down. Um, I get. I get my puppy Finn this weekend. Yeah. So, I don't. I don't necessarily know that I need to take a nine-week-old puppy to Daytona. Yeah. 
you but could possibly, maybe, you could maybe possibly take my seat on the plane because I'm driving. Yeah. I'm anyway, can, can I take a puppy on the plane, Kelsey? <laughs> I don't think we're allowed to have animals. Although no, there was a girl that had a cat I on the plane. I know, but I'm pretty sure we, I would. I'm pretty sure I was told at the beginning of the season no pets. So, but I think if you just showed up with it, and you're like, hey, I didn't know anything about not having any pets. <laughs> uh, that way you could, you know, say, yeah. hey, I didn't know. We well, uh, just ask for forgiveness. <laughs> you know. Yeah, that doesn't work out always, but hey, we'll go with it. Um, speaking of Daytona, though, I think you should come down anyways, and we'll go to Orlando. Uh, our presenting sponsor, K1 Speed, they have an Orlando location. It's only 63 miles from the track, which um, is not a bad drive. If you've ever driven from Daytona to Orlando, it's not a bad drive. If you get to Orlando, you want to go to the Magic Kingdom or anything fun like that, you can go do that too. But I'd rather I feel go like a lot of NASCAR drivers go to Orlando. Yeah. Usually that week anyway. So I'd much rather go to K one speed than Magic Kingdom. Well <laughs> I I'm I'm with you on that. Uh my two year old daughter probably has a different opinion, but she's not gonna be there this weekend, so there you go. Maybe I can get <laughs> out and you know, go over there. Um the U K one uses all electric carts and have two tracks inside their Orlando location. Um, outside of the Daytona International Speedway, I believe K1 is the best racing near the beach. I would agree with that 100%. Yep. Uh, K1 Speed also opened their North Carolina location. So Concord, North Carolina. It's right over by the speedway. Nice. Right over by the airport. I haven't been uh, there yet. I know. We, none of us have. We're, 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 we're I slacking. I think you know someone that's been there. Blake, uh, Blake. Blake, Blake took his brother. There, yeah, he took his brother. Uh, I don't know who won, though. I don't know either. He didn't post anything, so maybe his brother... Maybe him, but maybe Carson beat him. You know, it's uh, it it's really cool that it's. I mean, we're the the world center of speed, or no, that's Daytona. What are we race? I mean, we're race city in Mooresville. We're race but city. I mean, this is like race hub for all of yeah. NASCAR racing. So to have a really cool uh, all electric indoor go karting facility in this area, um, you know, something that's gonna be a lot of fun. And I've been to the one in in Fontana. I don't know how many times Ontario. Um, I, I literally have worn those go-karts out. <laughs> so it's nice now that it, there's one closer to home that I can go to and spend more time at. So I'm going to try and go to the one in Orlando, but if I don't make it there, then we'll come back here and we'll go race next week maybe. Yeah, yeah. I, don't, I don't think I've ever been to an indoor go-kart track and not been thrown out. <laughs> I really <laughs> I might so have to. Since, since we're friends with the people at K1 Speed, I feel like I might have to treat their go-karts a little differently, but I tend to be a little hard on equipment. <laughs> I know well, that I don't want to be in a race against you two. Yeah, my friends always end up wrecking me, and then I'm the one that gets thrown out. I just well, I don't understand it. We tend to get really frustrated when we get wrecked by somebody else, and then yeah, that's usually when it goes bad. And then, you know, you might get them, like, you might just KO them getting in the corner, but whatever. <laughs> well, the good news about the one in, in Fontana is that the the walls move. Now, I know the one here in Concord, they've, they've got a new proprietary wall yeah. system that they won't move. I mean, they'll move, but they're they're forgiving, but they, you can't just blow the racetrack apart. So the one in, in, in Ontario, if you wanted to make a fast lap, you would race your first race, and you would go out and you would manipulate all the walls so that you could get a good lap. And then then you would go out and, and okay. then run your lap. So uh, <laughs> I have put somebody under the barrier. Uh, nice. I didn't mean to. It was kind of one of those, uh, I thought they knew I was coming through. They turned in at the most inopportune time. Needless to say, it didn't work out so well. So I put my dad on top of a barrier. And that's I impressive. I can't <laughs> – yeah, it was um, – Have you been to the one in Phoenix? Yeah, it was at the one in yep, Phoenix. That's what I thought. There's uh, a th that, that sh sharp corner where you go under the under the bridge. Yep. 
That's we watched a guy put one on top of the barrier there one night. It's yeah, it's impressive. Yeah, um, it was. Um, he was really mad. <laughs> I don't think he spoke to me for like three weeks. So that's know. not uncommon for you, though. Well, <laughs> what part? Getting my dad mad or yeah, not getting your dad mad? Because typically I get him mad and he talks to me a lot. Well, you 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 tend to make your dad mad very well, regularly. You'll have that in big time auto <laughs> racing. Oh, I love it, but. We we actually talked about this a lot uh, last week at the the Chevy, um, the Chevy stage. We we did a Q and A Q&A together, and we talked about our dads and and how they've become friends. And yeah, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yep, uh huh. All right. So <laughs> also also remember that Exalt has given their website exaltaracing dot com. Fresh coat of paint. You can visit their website to see the latest news, photos, and schedules of Dale's. Exalta number 88, and if you watched the race this weekend, you saw Dale in the Exalta car yep. having a great run, and then it went downhill. Like, what, eight to go, six to go, five to go, yeah. ten to go, something around those those lines. It was it was good until it wasn't, and then good when it wasn't, it wasn't, it wasn't good. But Dale did a great job, and, and Dale is very uh, vocal that he hasn't been great at Sonoma, and they – I mean, they unloaded off the truck strong. He ran good all weekend, so I was I was impressed. He he definitely impressed me. He did a good job. I was I was pretty pumped for him. Yeah, he seemed to be pretty happy with his car all through practice and qualifying. I watched some interviews and stuff. He he was bragging on his car a lot, so that's good for them. Um, I know they didn't get the finish they wanted, but I think that's stronger than they've been at well, a road course in general. And, and Sonoma is a very slick road course comparative yeah. to the others that we go to, and Dale is a great slick track racer. I mean, yep. that when it the slicker it gets. He's just a lot like Tony Stewart in the fact that the slicker that he gets, the more you have to be, you know, methodical about how you race. Dale's, Dale's that type of person. He's he's gonna excel in those situations. So, you know, Sonoma was hot. It was uh, almost 100 degrees, I think, out there, which is uncommon for Sonoma, anyways. And then to add, um, you know, the grip level being low is was was pretty awesome. So I was I was pumped. And his car looks cool. Yeah. I love the Exalta paint scheme. It reminds me of my car a little bit uh, when you look at the top. Because it's that bright red color, and then when you get to the bottom, it's he's got the yellow and the 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 white all the way down at the bottom. But yeah, it yeah, was cool. it's pretty sweet looking. Yeah, it's right above your head too. Is it? That's why you're <laughs> staring at me. I got two people staring at me, and I can't figure out why. And then I turn around, and it's Exalta. Yeah, we have the yeah. in the Exalta studio. We have an Exalta uh, photo collage. Is that yep. the right word? Uh, right above Alex's head. He didn't even know what's behind him. So Yeah, well, Surprise. I guess that's why they're staring at me. That makes a little bit more sense now. <laughs> See, you know, we were talking about go-karts earlier. Maybe we need to get the folks from K1 to bring a couple of carts there. Right there on that wall. Look what's on that wall. Yes. Dale has a dirt track at his house. Didn't he let that grow in, though? Yeah. I, I he sold like all the carts, too. Yeah, I'm because people were getting hurt too much. and He's all into, like, abandoned stuff, so I think he, somebody was telling me he let it, like, grow <laughs> in. It's trying to so look like it an abandoned <laughs> racetrack or something. Oh, yeah. yeah. That wouldn't surprise me, but uh, I have driven out there. It's not hard to get uh, in a bad in a bad way. Um, there, there's some spots there where it could get hairy in a hurry. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I did actually, though, Carson Elledge, yeah. which is on Motor Mouse, if you're listening to our yeah. Tony Mo podcast. Um, we were testing out there for the mini outlaw carts for Millbridge. And Carson, when I first met Carson, was a lot younger than she is now. And she has grown into an amazing race car driver. But she was kind of just getting started. And she thought I was trying to kill her. Because <laughs> with the mini outlaw cart and being a um, what they consider a clone engine, which is a... a 
you know, it's a, a Honda clone engine. The biggest challenge is to keep those cars freed up and no, don't turn the wheel. And so Carson was really big at the time of, like, she turned all the way. Like, that was her MO. She just turned the wheels all the way in. And so we got the cart really, really good where it didn't – you didn't have to turn the wheel at all. I mean, you just kind of leaned that direction and it would go. And then she thought I was trying to kill her because she wanted to turn the steering wheel. So <laughs> hopefully <laughs> hopefully she doesn't remember that now, but it, I guess I just talked about it, so she might. But mm, anyways. Just reminded. Well, since Jonathan's not here, Alex, you get to do his picks. Daring assumptions. daring assumptions. Well, I know who he's going to pick for the Xfinity <laughs> Series race. <laughs> I don't know, though. He Every time he picks him, he doesn't win. And then when he doesn't pick him, he wins. So yeah. Well, I'm going to pick him for – I'm going to pick Daniel Suarez for the Xfinity race for Jonathan Davis so that he does not win <laughs> and a JRM <laughs> car does win. <laughs> there Very you go. Nice. All right. All right. Okay. That's a deal. Like it. What about the Sprint Cup Series? Um, You know, I feel like the old seven car was really good at the 500. Um, and Regan is a good. He's a re plate Regan racer. is a really good restrictor plate racer. So I feel like that's pretty daring. Um, so I'm gonna go with the with the number seven and why. All right. Uh, for me, Xfinity Series. Uh, I'm gonna go with Blake Cook. Okay. Uh, and the reason why is because of their their Childress alliance that they have, and and Blake was fast there in the spring. Uh, he actually beat me coming to the line. Uh, and, and I know Blake really enjoys the restricted plate races. So I'm going to go with Blake for the for the Xfinity Series. And then for Cup, uh, you know, I'm going to go with Landon Castle. He's a really, really good plate racer. He's a great plate racer. That 38 car has been to victory lane before with David Gillen, uh, also a great plate racer. If David was in the race, I'd pick David, but he's not going to be in the race. Uh, at least I don't think so at this point. Uh, so I feel like... I feel like he's my guy, Landon Castle. I mean, these are daring assumptions, so, you know, we're going with somebody that – I mean, my my true pick is probably Martin Truex. I mean, to come as close oh, yeah. as they did in the spring in the 500 yep. and to get beat by point zero 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 one or something like <laughs> that. I don't know what it was exactly, but uh, that was pretty impressive. So It's also hard to bet against boss man. Yeah, Dale is great at restricted plate races. So, I mean, I, it's – you could pick 20 people and say, hey, they, they got a great shot, and they really do. Yeah. So Absolutely. Um, yeah. But we are in Daytona this weekend. Subway Firecracker 250, July 1st, 730 Eastern on NBC Sports Network. NBC Sports Network. I don't, I'm always going to screw that up. But mm. uh, we do have to say a huge thank you to Fox, Fox Sports 1, for everything they've done for the Xfinity Series and the Sprint Cup Series this year. Uh, look forward to working with everyone at NBC Sports and continue to work with Fox Sports 1 in the Camden World Truck Series. Um, you know, we definitely – it's so it, – it is a weird transition yeah. between between the two just because we get so used to one at the beginning and we get so used to the other at the end. But um, those guys do a great job. I mean, I don't know. They do as much work as we do. You Absolutely. Know, prep work and, and leg work and the producers and everybody. It's – and you and I have done Race Hub this year. Yep. You know the 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 fact of what they're doing off the racetrack. I mean, it's just it's just cool to see um, you know the NASCAR America with with NBC Sports and them taking over. I mean, they've got a great cast of guys that are gonna that are gonna broadcast. So, you know, it's it's always fun because those guys. I mean, now they come into July when we're all kind of dragging a little bit. They come in and they're all fired up and they're ready to go. So it's gonna be really cool. Yeah, it's uh, they do a lot for our sport. Obviously, um. Without them, the fans wouldn't be able to get the perspective that they do and all the information that they do. But Fox Sports even got me a gift. Like, they, 
I've raced four times this year, and they got me a gift. They probably got you one, too. You're looking. In Race Reporter, yeah. Yeah. Well, beyond that, they <laughs> gave me this little speaker thing. Is it, I the, got is it the Marley speaker? Yeah, I got yeah. the little yeah. Bluetooth speaker. <laughs> hey, I'm going to tell you, that thing rocks. It does, definitely. So, uh, so I get it. Um, one of the ladies from Fox Sports came up to me, and she's like, hey. And I was like, oh, hey, how are you? And she's like, can you give this to Alex? And I was like, sure. But I had to go see Cole for something. This is at Iowa. So I had to go see Cole for something, and I'm holding this bag, and everybody's like, what is it your birthday and i was like no so i take it to alex and i was like here i was like but i want you to open it because i want to know what it is and um so he opens it fi figures out it's a speaker and then we have to like make sure it works right so yeah, we, we had the blast and we had that in this charged music. Yep. oh yeah fully yeah. charged mine was the same way i i tuned it up inside the lounge oh yeah, yeah. that's what we were doing see yeah. it's i feel like i feel like you know what what song did we listen to <laughs> did we listen to flow rider for you yeah yeah flow rider mm -hmm. did you sing yeah. Yeah. Smoke under my, <laughs> <laughs> my house. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I can rap the whole song, and I love All it. All right. I think that that should be part of the show. No, I'm not going to. <laughs> no, I'm not going to rap on the show. I'm trying to see if I have it on my, I hope on you don't. my phone here. Oh, Hang we're going to bring it up, and no, Kelsey's going to rap. I'm not going to rap. Our phone, my phone's on airplane mode, or I would bring it up. You don't have my music on your on phone? No, because I, um, I use a service that gives you free music, but through data. You can listen to whatever <laughs> you want. Okay. But it's through the only one I have is right round. Perfect. Not singing that. Yeah. Darn. Love All right. it. Next time. I'll next time. We, we, we're going to have Florida in the studio next time. <laughs> uh, <laughs> can we make that happen? I mean, uh, I made it happen once before. Can we get Dale to send a tweet? Okay. Uh, <laughs> actually, Blake raced Florida in, in Homestead a couple years ago. And the this is – okay. So the deal was – is that they gave him a lap head start, and it was like ten laps, maybe like five laps, or or I think it was eight. Eight laps because of his car. Was oh, car, eight. car number was eight. So the deal was, Blake had to try and unlap himself to beat him. So like they started side by side. So he Blake took off and had to try to come all the way around, and they were like side by side at the line. Really. At eight laps, and but Florida won, so he celebrated like he won. The Daytona 500. It was pretty awesome. Nice. Uh, so PR up right here. <laughs> yeah. So uh, we already mentioned uh, the sub Subway Firecracker 250. If you're watching the number one, uh, Elliot Sadler, one main uh, Chevy, the number 88 Chase Elliott Armor Chevy. And mine on this sheet says number seven, Justin Allgaier, Brant Professional Agriculture, which it is not this weekend. But it Brant's on it. It is Brant on it, but it is the trademark Nitrogen. Chevy this weekend, but yeah. we are also unveiling a paint scheme this week. It's already unveiled by the time this show airs, yep. but uh, we have a s really cool special patriotic paint scheme that we get to put on the car this weekend. Got some red, white, and blue, and I've got a red, white, and blue helmet, so kind of adds into it. So it's uh yeah, your helmet good. actually matches your car. It does for once. Yeah, that's a that's a first for me this year that <laughs> my helmet matches the car. But uh, Greg will be happy that it matches off-axis paint. We'll be happy that it that it matches. So. It's a good time. Actually, my dirt car, my my dirt car is red, white, and black. It's kind of the Brant colors, and then my helmet is purple, white, and black because it was my Chili Bowl helmet. Nice. Doesn't match. Yeah, not at all. <laughs> <It's> terrible. <laughs> Wait till you see my Chili Bowl helmet for this year. You'll probably look at it, shake your head, and walk away. <laughs> that good, huh? <laughs> yep. It's a. Uh, I don't. I don't know that it's podcast appropriate. Okay. Well, then so. we're just gonna not say yeah. it. Hey, do you remember the old shark fin? 
that like mm-hmm. Tony Elliott used to run on his helmet. Mm-hmm. I feel like I want to bring something like that Please back for don't. Chili Bowl. That was the worst <laughs> thing ever. I know, but you know, we're talking about Arrow at the Chili Bowl and, and we're doing all this stuff like You're talking like the fin in the middle. Yeah. Oh my gosh. If you do that, I'm gonna walk over and rip it off <laughs> of your helmet. I wanna do something I wanna do something, you know, like like the car is at the max, right? So if I make my other what about one of the old square helmets? The square back IndyCar helmets. That'd be kinda cool. Do something that really just Throws it off. I mean, Simpson used to be the the, the company. If you wanted a uh, oddball like super throwdown aero helmet, like all the IndyCar guys used to wear the Simpson Speedway Shark. Yep. And they had the big square back on them. And maybe yeah. maybe I can get them to mold me one for a Chili Bowl. Yeah, my Arai Chili Bowl helmet is gonna have some molded stuff in it too. So. <laughs> oh, you guys. Yeah, it's in a it's a competition in all helmets. ways, shapes, and forms. Yeah. You're both coming with different helmets, both coming with different looking cars. See, his his is probably going to have things molded in it to be aesthetically pleasing. Nope. No, it's um, <laughs> it's like what the Outlaw guys run on their stuff. Oh, okay. So it's so not too it, – it, It's nothing new I figured or maybe you would mold like, you know. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah, like yeah, yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> this is – that, that, is, that is part of the paint job, though. Uh, yeah, I fi- <laughs> I, that's, what I th- that's what I figured. Figured that was where that was going. Well, anyways – Thank you, as always, for listening to Jerem up front. Uh, Jonathan Davis, we missed you, buddy, but not really. Cause I, you yeah, I didn't, he w- I didn't yeah. really miss him he at all. <laughs> okay, so he was in Gateway, and I was dirt racing literally like five miles from the racetrack. Oh, he's not going to come see and you? And he didn't come. Have um, you ever met Jonathan Davis before? I, I it is Jonathan Davis. It's his world, and you're just living in it. He's not going to come <laughs> see you. <sighs> I think they had like a lot of downtime too because they flew out Friday oh, yeah. yes. and okay. they didn't have to be there till Saturday. Yeah, so Friday the garage they did have to go to the garage for like a little while I guess because they had the tech. Okay. But their garage closed at six, and we didn't even hot lap till seven thirty. He could have he easily, easily made it. But easily made it. So Jonathan, you are on my crap list for this week, <laughs> and you missed our show. So yes. Uh, anyways, thanks again for everybody listening. Remember tweet. Facebook, whatever uh, method of social media you use to, to reach out to us, give us your questions. We, we definitely want to hear your questions. Hashtag JRM up front, Dirty Mo Radio, um, at Jonathan Davis. Is it Jonathan Davis? It's at John Davis Inc. Okay, at John Davis Inc. Because he's, he's incorporated. He's incorporated. <laughs> yeah. Uh, is that a legal incorporation? <laughs> I don't should, know. We, should we ask him or report that? I don't know. I don't <laughs> know. Yours is at Kelsey Tuck. Yep. Yours is... Alex, Alex Bowman. B. Racing. Alex B. Racing. I always screw that yeah, up. Yeah, I don't know <laughs> how you messed that up. But uh, I think Alex Bowman was taken. So Because I ran a race here a couple of years ago, and Ernie Cope tried to tweet me, and he tweeted at Alex Bowman, and the dude's like, who are you? <laughs> 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 That's awesome. And mine is at G underscore all guys. So definitely reach out to us. Tell us what you want to hear about. Tell us what you want us to talk about. And uh, we'll talk to you again next week. Carrie Earnhardt here. Be sure to listen to this week's Earnhardt Outdoors on Friday, where Hank Parker Jr. and I reflect back on our favorite 4th of July traditions and new ones that we have made with our families and friends. Thanks for listening to Dirty Mo Radio. You've been listening to Junior Motorsports Up Front, brought to you by K1 Speed. To find a K1 Speed karting facility near you, go to k1speed.com. Thanks for listening to Dirty Mo Radio. 